Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I am your co-host, Mr. Chris Parton, and with me as always, well, actually there's nobody with me. Usually I have a co-host on, on all my podcasts because having Chris do a solo podcast is always a horrible idea because there's no one here to keep me on track. So normally I'm joined by Mr. Ed Moore. If you listen to any of our other podcasts, Boom Addiction, Comic Addiction, uh, a couple other things in the past. Uh, you can find all of that cool stuff over at comicaddiction.net. Uh, but this is not any of those podcasts. This is Stephen Orr's Just Another Fanboy. So when Stephen asked me to do a guest a guest episode of the show, I was a little uh, worried because, you know, when it comes to topics uh, I usually like to stick kind of publisher oriented because um, I need to stay focused. And if I don't have any kind of focus, I kind of ramble and ramble and ramble. So what we're going to try and do is stay focused on one book, a book, a character really that I am super interested in that I've been collecting since the, oh gosh, since the mid nineties, uh, the characters come up, you know, a couple miniseries here or there comes with a one shot, a graphic novel, this and that. Not very often, but we do get some. Uh, that character is Painkiller Jane, which was created by Joe Quesada and Joe, uh, Joe, Jimmy Palmiotti, uh, back in 1996-ish kind of thing. Um, somewhere around there. Uh, they, uh, Created her as part of the 22 Brides miniseries. Uh, 22 Brides was published through Event Comics uh, back in 96. Uh, if you don't know what Event Comics is, well, it's it's kind of their... Um, they had a studio. They had created... Um, I think they created like a card or a couple cards for uh, the... I forgot what it was called at this point. I think it was like the character database or character creation. Something. It was a comic, uh, a trading card series that Dark Horse had created. Um, so, and I remember collecting it and everything. Uh, but they did a card called uh, like Kid Fluffy or something. I forget what it's called. Uh, probably should have done a little research before I did this show. But they did a card there. They had collabed in the past. They thought it'd be a great idea if they collabed some more. Uh, they took a couple weeks uh, vacation together and created what uh, would be their first character or first series called Ash. And hopefully, if you've heard of Ash, if you have not, Definitely Google it. Take a look at it. Uh, it's a really cool firefighter, you know, story that's got some supernatural alien, you know, all this kind of stuff to it. Uh, it's really cool. Um, but after they did, or while they were doing Ash, uh, they came up with, pain, uh, 22 Brides and Painkiller Jane was one of those characters that got introduced in that. So who Painkiller Jane is is she originally was a, was a cop and she was, or a police detective. She was, you know, undercover you know looking into this mob boss uh she was working with the brides and the brides were a mercenary group um the mob boss you know basically had uh captured the the brides uh 
convinced, you know, convinced Jane to uh, to go meet his rival for various reasons. Again, this is very condensed. You'd have to read the 22 Brides miniseries for this, uh, but had uh, tricked her, uh, basically used her as a uh, Trojan horse uh, planted a bomb on her that she was unaware of. Uh, how you do that, you'd have to read the series to figure that one out. Um, but planted a bomb on her, it detonated when he got to, or when she got to his rival's uh, uh, headquarters. And and in doing so, he thought, the mob boss thought that it would kill his rival, it ended up not killing him, didn't even hurt him at all. Uh, you come to find out that he has... Um, there he has special abilities uh and in doing so with the explosion ended up killing jane um the rival his name was adam if i remember correctly he had basically felt somewhat bad that she he had blamed her thought that she was the one coming to us or come to assassinate come to find out that she wasn't that she was tricked into it as well and then he mysteriously revives her because she was dead, uh, obviously, uh, revives her uh, and leaves her in a abandoned subway station uh, surrounded by um, all this technology and all this, you know, high tech stuff and everything. Um, she didn't know where she was. She, you know, but she remembered uh, what had happened to her. And so in doing so, as the miniseries ends, uh, goes in, saves the brides, um, and then uh, takes out um, the mob boss, as well as planting evidence that got him captured or got him arrested and convicted and all this other stuff. So um, the world, you know, believes that she's dead at this point. So she, you know, remains so as far as her identity, she her civilian identity, and then becomes a vigilante known as Painkiller Jane. So. That's basically the mini series, and again, that took place 1996. I think those issues probably took a year or so to come out. Um, I think it's a five or six issue mini series. Uh, but then Painkiller Jane, being as popular as she was coming out of that, uh, ended up getting a lot of a uh, lot of attention. So she came out with her own or event came out with, uh, a mini series for her, a five issue mini series, uh, 1997, and this was. Written by, if I can pull out my first issue, because I have most of the issues. That's that's the really you know big thing. I'm, I'm big on the character. Now I'm finding all the variants and stuff like that. Um, this miniseries is is just to kind of show you the the level of folks, um, the pedigree of folks that that work on this character. Uh, Mark Wade and Brian Augustine, you know, wrote this wrote the first miniseries. Art was by Rick Leonardi. Palmiotti did all the inks. Uh, you had Richard Starking and Comic Craft doing all the lettering. You had Atomic Paintbrush, uh, who was doing all the coloring. And then uh, a variety of, uh, I'll say variant covers, uh, yes. Uh, back during the 90s, if you're as old as I am, uh, you might remember, you know, uh, mail order companies like American Entertainment, they would provide, you know, variant covers and stuff like that. So there are, there are covers by Leonardi. Uh, Amanda Connor did some. Uh, if I can remember correctly, I think Hildebrandt, the Hildebrandt brothers did some. Um, so there's quite a few and they're, you know, can't remember all of them off the top of my head. Um, but there's quite a few of them that are out there. So, uh, as a collector as I am for this character, I, you know, I've been trying to collect them all, um, whenever I find them. But the crazy thing is you just don't find the books out in the wild as much, um, 
as you used to, especially in the late 90s, early 2000s. For whatever reason, either everybody has them, they're keeping them, they're not wanting to sell them for whatever the reason is, uh, which is cool. Um, I wouldn't want to sell mine, but uh, just stores in general, I don't seem to find too many copies of them. There was like... There's a small stretch of time where I found a bunch of them, especially Ash. I found a bunch of Ash uh, books uh, at a comic shop in South Carolina. But then it's been sort of, you know, ghost, you know, uh, just nothing, uh, you know, in any shop that I've been to since. So every once in a while, I pick up an issue. Uh, I try my best to buy a lot of these books, you know, in person so I can look at it, make sure it's a, you know, decent condition and stuff like that. Um, I have ordered some through eBay, uh, in other online shops and they've not really been the best of conditions. So I'm always looking to upgrade my, my books and everything, but that's neither here nor there. That's more of a, it's more me thing, not the actual character thing. So, uh, miniseries came out. It's a five issue miniseries. Uh, like I said, it came out in 1997. And in, in sort of the popularity of that miniseries, there was a lot of crossovers that just happened to, ha- you know, uh, get put together, uh, with Painkiller J and a bunch of other characters. So we get, um, so one, one, it's all of these are sort of bizarre. Uh, so we get the, uh, team up with, the darkness, uh, uh, Jackie Escato, um, who, you know, if you know, is part of the Witchblade universe, is part of Top Cow. Uh, Garth Ennis, uh, wrote the book. Um, and then we've got Amanda Connor working on the art as well as, uh, Jimmy Palmiotti. So, um, so that was sort of a, an odd, an odd pairing for sure. Um, but then we get some more image stuff. We get, you know, uh, there's a painkiller Jane. I don't remember. If you remember Dark Child, let me know because it's uh it's one of those characters that I really enjoyed. Um, it was very kind of bizarre, uh, but very yeah, I don't know. It was just a cool character at the time. Very very nineties character, um, and it was I think I think the guy who create created her was named oh gosh Dan Queen or something like that. I forget what it is now. Oh man, should have. A little more research on that one too, uh, but that one was uh, written by Brian Augustine and then drawn by JG Jones. So really cool, you know, you know, really cool artwork in in there. So uh, another um, another mini series, or excuse me, one shot that we get a crossover with Painkiller Jane is Vampirella. So uh, again, sort of a an odd pairing, but definitely one that folks. Uh, we're very happy to see because I remember this when I was uh, working in a comic shop, you know, during my lunch hour and on Saturdays and stuff. Uh, but definitely remember this book coming in. A lot of people were very excited for it. It was very heavily ordered. Uh, this was written by, this one shot was written by Mark Wade and Brian Augustine, uh, you know, who wrote the original miniseries. Uh, art was by Rick Leonardi and Jimmy Palmiotti. So that was sort of keeping the original miniseries team together. Uh, and I think, yeah, Joe Casada did the cover uh, or did one of many of uh, covers for this one. And then the sort of oddest of odd, uh, not that the other ones were super, were super odd uh, crossovers, but then we get a Painkiller Jane Hellboy uh, one shot, which again, sure, why not? Um, I, all of these crossovers, I, you know, one shots, I would love to have been part of that or just listening into the conversation that was taking place, uh, to, to put these, you know, to put these characters together. Uh, Brian Augustine, uh, 
wrote this one. Rick Leonardi drew it. Palmiotti inked it. Um, and so uh, it's, you know, there are a couple covers for that one. There, um, I think there's, oh gosh, I don't know if there's a Magnolia cover. Maybe there is. There's got to be one. Uh, I don't have it. That's why I'm trying to think. Um, there's got to be a, a Mike Magnolia variant cover out there somewhere. Uh, it'd be really hard to believe that there'd be a Hellboy one shot or a crossover like that without a Magnolia, uh, you know, variant cover or, you know, maybe it was the main cover and I have the, the variant. I can't remember which. Um, but yeah, so those are, uh, four of the crossovers. Oh, um, I probably should go ahead and bring up the fifth one. There's Punisher. Uh, I always forget about that one. Uh, and, and sort of that's sort of in line with when Event Comics was, was contracted, uh, way back in the day to, uh, uh, do the Marvel Knights line of characters. Uh, if you, you know, if you're, you know, aware of of Quesada and and, and Palmiotti coming in and doing and doing that. Um this was uh written by Garth Ennis, uh penciled by Dave Ross, uh you know, cover art by uh Joe Jusco, which is really cool. Uh again, that of all the crossovers, to me, that one in the darkness kind of make the most sense. Um uh but yeah, definitely some really uh great uh, writers you know, being involved in, involved in these one shots, great art. So it's, you know, sometimes when you get a one shot kind of crossover of two random characters, it's, it's more of a, I mean, these are obviously, well, I don't want to say these are obviously, sometimes I've, I've not seen the greatest uh, creative teams put together to put those books together. Um, but these are some, some top notch, top notch uh, creative teams put together. And I was very, uh, very excited when I picked up these books originally off the shelf. And then when I've come back and, and picked them and, you know, picked them up again, as far as my collection goes. So, uh, after event, there was only the one mini series, uh, that painkiller Jane had after that event, you know, again, got sort of, uh, put on a hold while Palmiati and Quesada worked on, uh, their team with Marvel Knights. Uh, but eventually we would get a, um, Another Painkiller Jane miniseries that was published through Dynamite. And Palmiotti, from what I can remember, worked hard to get that done, uh, or get it, you know, get it to even happen. Uh, Quesada, you know, signed off on it and was part of the writing team. Um, as far as like the story goes, I don't think he actually wrote like scripts and stuff like that. Cause at the time he's, you know, editor in chief of Marvel Comics. So that would have been a little strange. Uh, but, uh, but he did have some involvement in it. Uh, since then, um, I'm sure Quesada has got, because he's, you know, creator of the character, uh, there has been some, uh, some agreement with him and Palmiotti that Palmiotti can sort of, uh, help steer the ship and, and get the character, um, published a little easier without having him sign up. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what all the ins and outs of that, but I do know that we get some more Painkiller Jane down the road. So, uh, but we do get this series, um, from Dynamite, um, and then there's, uh, during it, there's a Terminator crossover, uh, because Dynamite was doing Terminator at the time. So that was a little strange. Um, but sure, why not? Uh, and then after they do a miniseries, uh, at Dynamite, there's a little time that passes, uh, probably about five or six more years. And then, um, Palmiotti brings Painkiller Jane over to Marvel's Icon series, which is their, 
I guess, or creator-owned imprint uh, that they'd have um, folks do stuff for. And and so there was uh, two miniseries I can remember. There was, yeah, it was just the two. Uh, it was Painkiller Jane, The Price of Freedom, which was a six-issue miniseries. And then after that, the sequel to it was Painkiller Jane uh, and the 22 Brides. So uh, I have honestly, I've never read the 22 Brides miniseries. Uh, and it was only because it just for whatever reason, I don't know why I didn't pick it up, but I just did pick it up. So I picked up the first miniseries, but for some reason, the 22 Brides one, I think I might have the first issue in a box somewhere. Uh, I've recently done my inventory or redone my inventory and I don't have it listed. So I have it somewhere. Maybe if not, I'm definitely going to be hunting it down at some point. So, but after the icon imprint, um, went away for whatever the reason was, um, we didn't see a whole lot of painkiller Jane for another four or five years or something like that. I think it was 2019 is when the next time we would see her. And at the time, um, as it is now, Pomiati is, um, doing all of his original graphic novels, original storytelling with characters and stuff like that, that he's created or co-created with, with, uh, collaborators. Uh, he's been doing it through his paper films, uh, publishing company. So, um, if you've been following along with that, a lot of his stuff or all of his stuff up until recently uh, is on Kickstarter. So um, so I've picked up a lot of that stuff. So there was a Painkiller Jane Trust the Universe uh, original graphic novel that was published uh, back in 2019. And that one, um, I think that, hold on a sec. Let me, I've got it pulled up right here in front of me. I just want to double check because before I say something incorrectly which i probably will uh yeah it's just a 44 page uh story uh written by amanda connor and jimmy palmiotti uh art by juan uh santa cruz and uh this one too had a bunch of uh i guess you could say variant covers for this you know graphic novel um but uh but it, you know, it was one of those things. Uh, really cool book. You know, you can get it. You know, as you know, any of these kickstarters that he does, you know, they provide all kinds of, uh, you know, opportunities to get different covers and autographs and stuff like that. So, uh, so it was definitely a, a, a cool book to pick up. The last one that they did was back in twenty twenty one, which was Painkiller Jane Heartbreaker, um, which was uh, all of these are not. I, I probably should have prefaced this early on, uh, but none of these are. Uh, these are all mature titles. These are none of these are for the kids. So kind of keep that in mind. So if you do pick any of these things up, these are definitely not for the kids. Um, and and it only gets more mature as uh, as you know he can do stuff with paper films. So um, so I know with Zest World, um, he's doing some you know he's doing uh, a sort of a new publishing um, contract there. I don't know if we're going to get more Painkiller Jane in the future through that. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I'm definitely following along, you know, to, you know, with his newsletter to see if we get new stuff and everything. Um, but it's, it's been an interesting ride from, uh, 1996 until present. And it is, uh, Pink Elegy is just one of those interesting characters. There's so much that you can do with her without, um, really going too far from the core of what the character is. I mean, she's basically a, a cop. And so she, she's, you know, got that sort of mindset 
sure, she's a vigilante. Um, I would guess more named than anything. Um, she does kind of, you know, get usually in her, you know, above her head, uh, or in above, in above her head, uh, with most of the adventures that she gets into. Um, but, it, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's been a lot of great artists, a lot of great writers that have been involved in this character. Um, there was, you know, uh, if you, if you're aware, or if you're not aware, uh, there was actually a TV series. There was a TV movie that was done, uh, back, I think, um, I think it was sci-fi. Yeah. Sci-fi did, did a made for TV movie, um, back in, Mid 2000s. I forget what year it actually came out, but it was sci-fi did that. And then, uh, shortly thereafter, there got, uh, they did a original TV series. It only got one season and they had recast. I forget who, um, the original painkiller Jane was in the, in the TV movie, but, uh, uh, Kristana Loken, I think is what her name is. Uh, she ended up playing, uh, Painkiller Jane in the TV series. So there's been, you know, obviously a little success, uh, outside of, outside of just comics, which is, which is an interesting thing. Um, I did watch the, the season and it was, um, I feel like it was a, if it was not on sci fi, if, if the series was on now and sort of, polished a little bit i think it would be a series uh that you could easily put on uh netflix or something like that and and it could get multiple seasons out of uh, i think the the audience would definitely uh enjoy it i think at the time anything that was really put on sci-fi unless it already had a enormous uh following or audience coming from somewhere else. Uh, I just don't think the comic fandom for painkiller Jane at the time was, was big enough to, to, to prop it up. Uh, but I think of, you know, that series again, sort of polished up a little bit, uh, would do, would probably get a couple seasons out of it. So, but unfortunately it only got the one. Uh, so it's, so it's out there somewhere. You've ever, you know, want to look for it. I recommend checking out the, the, I guess it's a che- it's a pretty cheesy trailer uh, on on YouTube, uh, but check it out for fun. You know, you never know, you never know. You might enjoy it. You might end up tracking it down, uh, tracking down the series and checking it out. So, um, well, that's about it. Uh, it's you know, kind of trying to figure out what exactly to talk about. Painkiller Jane's always a, a character, and and, a, and some books that I've always wanted to talk about. Uh, Ed Moore, my co-host buddy uh we have discussed many times about doing a podcast uh just sort of starting with 22 brides and kind of moving a couple issues every episode kind of talking about the character talking about the series that she's in at the time that we're whatever we're covering uh, until we get everything um put together who knows you know maybe get together with palmiati or some of the other creators who have worked on the character in the past uh, to kind of discuss um, their memories and, you know, sort of the, the, the process in which all these uh, series and everything came together. Who knows? You know, it's just one of those sort of pipe dreams. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, if you're interested in something like that, you know, let me know. You know, you can email me at comicbookaddict at gmail.com uh, or you can, you know, contact me on Twitter at Chris Barton. Uh, with that, that's, that's my spiel for this episode. I appreciate 
Stephen having me on to co-host this. I hopefully uh, you got a little bit of info out of this, out of the all rambling and whatnot that that happened. Uh, if you're interested in Painkiller Jane or want some more information, obviously Google is a great resource. Uh, but you can also contact me, uh, and I will definitely point you out some great places uh, that you can. Uh, check out some material. Uh, obviously, there's stuff all over the place. There's, all, I think, everything that I talked about. Uh, there are trade paperbacks already uh, that are out there. So you can look at various, uh, you know, places like you're uh, definitely look at your local comic shop, see if they've got it. If not, in stock trade may, may have it uh, or even Amazon may have it. So uh, actually I should take all of that back and tell you to first look at paperfilms.com's store. Uh, I know they have quite a few stuff there. Check that that is Palmiani and Amanda Connor's uh, own website. So I would definitely recommend checking out there first and then, uh, and then kind of go to those other, other places. So uh, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. And hopefully uh, you can come and check out uh, the other podcast that I do, uh, namely Comic Addiction at ComicAddiction.net. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job. Yay.